Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This is the series where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection, and rate it upon the following factors from a scale of 1 to 5. The cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book. Let's get started. This week I'm reading Spider-Man 2099, number 1, from Marvel Comics, published in 1993. In the year 2019... We are 80 years past the very first Marvel comic ever published. Way back in 1939, the first Marvel comic was published, and it was called Marvel Comics. 80 years later now, in the year 2019, we celebrate a milestone on Marvel Comics. 80 years from now will be the year 2099, the namesake of the series, the Marvel 2099 universe, and this was the flagship book published in 1993 of that future world. Basically, what would the Marvel universe be like in the year 2099? At the point of publication, a hundred years in the future, and here we are closer than ever. The cover. For pure nostalgia, this is a five out of five. Dig this glorious, 1990s gimmick cover, shiny red foil. I love it. I also love the pose here. This is by Leonardi and Williamson. They depict Miguel O'Hara, the Spider-Man of the future. This is the origin issue. And I've got a nice newsstand copy of the book right here, which are a little harder to find in good condition because again, it's the newsstand. Things got beaten up. I got this comic recently. If we are being a little more subjective, I would still give the cover a very high rating, a 4 out of 5. We have this very cool pose of Spider-Man 2099 leaping at you, jumping past the frame. A cool perspective looking down at the city of Nueva York. It is the future after all, and the public eye police force is blasting at him. All the 2099 titles of the time had this foil treatment in various colors. There was Punisher 2099, Doom 2099, and Ravage 2099 in the original run. There had been others then, Hulk 2099, X-Men 2099, Ghost Rider 2099, and more. Overall, pretty enjoyable cover. Even Deadpool ripped off the cover from when his Deadpool 2099 descendant was revealed. Interior Art. Interior Art is by Rick Leonardi and Al Williamson. Uh, Interior pages are the classic uh, 90s cheap quality newsprint, um, but panel layouts are interesting. I love this amazing splash page early on with, again, Spider-Man 2099 leaping at you. There's a lot of stuff happening in the high-rises of the city. It's standard 90s style, realistic anatomy, Good panel layout, a few close-ups of Spider-Man reacting. There's a few aspects that are kind of bloodless, at par for the course in the 90s. Um, That was a shot that would have worked a little better if there really was blood to 
raise the stakes a little bit. There are a few parts that I don't quite love the expressions and some simplification of art when there are, are crowds and such. I'll give the interior art a 4 out of 5. It is on a technically good level. There are interesting transitions in time, panel shots, but it's still a little bit of that 90s style, which is, uh, of course, you know, 25 years ago, so styles change. Sometimes there's a little bit too much detail in some of the shadows that are not quite necessary. Sometimes there's too much shadow. Sometimes the, the models are a little off. Uh, so a 4 out of 5, I think, is, uh, is a good rating. The story. This is pretty interesting. So the story is by Peter David. He's a big name in the world of comics, of course. He worked uh, with uh, the Hulk and then did some other other things here, like um, the 2099 Spider-Man. Now, I do have to say that for the nostalgia, I love Spider-Man 2099, but story-wise, I didn't really like this first issue rereading it. I read it, of course, in the 90s, and I have memories of loving it, and now reading it again, I don't. Um, unfortunately, I feel that uh, Spider-Man's uh, alter ego, Miguel O'Hara, is kind of brash, kind of a jerk, kind of uh, talks back a little too much. Uh, in this first issue, I don't get the sort of like nuance of really wanting to relate with the character as much as the classic uh, Peter Parker. He's completely sympathetic in his first origin appearance. His, uh, his uncle is killed. Uncle Ben is killed. And with great power comes great responsibility. I don't see any sort of uh, sense like that in this first issue to really grab you like that. There's a tragic thing that happens to Miguel that turns him into Spider-Man, literally. But I don't really get a sense that I like him very much. And I think that's one of the things they wanted to do about the Spider-Man of the future. It's the future and everything. But I'm gonna say it's a three out of five. I like how they created this futuristic world with futuristic lingo, like shock is the is the new bad word of the future instead of the F word. And there's like a little bit of lingo here and there that makes it futuristic. And we have holograms and um, some action and such intrigue on the first quarter of the book and then uh, a little bit of backstory about getting into how Miguel becomes Spider-Man but um, I didn't I didn't really like it as much rereading it 25 years later so I'll give it a three out of five the enjoyability then uh, I'll give that a four out of five I still enjoyed it reading it 25 years later not as much as in the beginning but again I just love the character I thought Leonardi and Williamson did a great job on the art overall the story will progress on the future issues but judging by just one issue it's okay that all adds up to a pretty good rating four out of five introduction of this character and a little bit of a nostalgia trip going back to read it again. The first appearance of Spider-Man 2099 was actually in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man number 365 in 1992. Uh, a year prior, Marvel had started to plan the 2099 universe, and then eventually in 93 they were released. 
well, the uh, first five pages of the of Spider-Man 2099 number one were shown here also um, on this 30th anniversary of The Amazing Spider-Man issue 365. So that's kind of cool to get that first preview. And then in November later, uh, we got his first full comic. Once again, if you'd like to see the video version of the podcast, check out patreon.com slash vmcampos. So this week I read Spider-Man 2099, number one, published by Marvel Comics in 1993. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.